Track. I'm your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about 200 Balloons which is from the album The B-Sides uh, or the hits The B-Sides depending on uh, which version you purchased. Uh, this song was recorded on the 15th of February 1989 that's 29 years ago at Paisley Park and released on the 9th of June 1989 as The B-Side of Bat Dan. On the track it is just Prince by himself there is nobody else uh, there's lots of samples but they're just samples of prince that prince is playing <laughs> over himself um so there's layer upon layer of prince and that's the only person on here the track is five minutes six and joining me to talk about this is Niall McGann. hello Niall. hello dan um... now in terms of the song i think the most appropriate genre to put this in would be bat dance because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's what it sounds like it's the b-side of bat dance but it sounds like bat dance that's the kind of weird thing it is um, it's almost like it's I think we, we might have said this with one of the other tracks I covered, but it's almost like this is almost, it's great, but it's like Prince by numbers. It's like, you know, yeah. if you, even if you didn't hear the vocals, you could just tell by everything else that's going on. Oh yeah, that's a Prince song. Yeah. You know, it's just has that, <laughs> the, the samples and just the sheer, the amount of instrumentation going on and the sheer drive of it and the kind of grungy, sexy drive to a lot of it. It's just like, yep, that sounds like yeah. Prince, all right, yeah. And it, I mean, it's weird because obviously, you know, the history of this song, um, you know, it, it it was originally, when, when Prince was asked to deliver a couple of songs for um, the, the film, he came up with Party Man and then he came up with this song. Yeah, um, and those uh, th- those two scenes have been tempted with other Prince tracks, and the scene which this was going to be was the the parade scene with the balloons, hence two hundred balloons. Mm. Um, and Baby I'm a Star was the was the kind of the track that was put there uh, originally, and then Prince offered this track, and Tim Burton said no, thank you very much, and then Prince <laughs> recorded Trust. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and then they, they used Trust for that scene. And then Prince kind of kept this back and, um, you know, decided to then put it on the B-side for Bat Dance. Yeah. It's a bit of an odd sort of... I, I was wondering, was it a clashing of of egos or something that was going on? Because I know that, like, Tim Burton was a... He was a fan of Prince in general, but he didn't particularly want him doing songs for the film. That was a real... That was one of the things that his hand was kind of moved with that. And I know, like, Danny Elfman... Because they, they originally wanted Danny Elfman to work with Prince to do the, yeah. the soundtrack. And then he had to walk away for a bit. And they had to kind of come and get him back. And uh, I do wonder if there was a bit of a sort of, like, you know, Tim Burton going, like, Oh, I want to use Baby I'm a Star. And Prince been like, No. But here's a song I've written for you. <laughs> and then Tim Burton just been like, Nuh-uh. No, I'm not using this. You go do something else. And it's like... It just seems like a real... What what was happening here? Because you just think if just a prince has written you anything, you'd just be like, oh, thanks very much. But it seems to be very much like, nope, nope, this is not suitable for me whatsoever. I think it it was the fact that Prince delivered an album rather than just delivering a couple of songs. Like Tim Burton had been kind of led to believe that Prince would just record a couple of songs. Bearing in mind that the song, you know, the, the the, the, the film was basically kind of 
finished by the time Prince came on board. Yeah. Um, you know, they were only, fi- I think they only filmed like all the, the, you know, the stuff in the tower. That was like the last kind of scene done. Mm. Um, and, you know, they were kind of doing that and, and Prince was then kind of asked for a couple of songs. He ended up, you know, delivering a whole album. Although, you know, in, in essence, it's only really eight songs and bat dance. Yeah. So it's not a huge amount of songs. Mm. Um, and obviously, you know, we've, we've talked a little bit about the kind of the minor appearances of, of just a couple of other songs in the, the film, um, you know, and, th- and then you have kind of the spotlight on Party Man, which, you know, we've, I think everyone agrees is a great song and that's a great use in that film. Yeah. There is the kind of the negotiation with Baby I'm a Star and, you know, Tim Burton had tempted with Baby I'm a Star knowing that he would not be able to use that song, <laughs> you know, but just for kind of like the tempo of the song, he yeah. just kind of put something there. So Yeah, because Trust, Trust does have that same... It starts off with that, you know, it's the same, it's the same yeah. kind of rhythm, yeah. So I don't know if that was a yeah. the compromise they had to reach. Where again, even with that though, like, what was the debate there? That like Prince is like, you know, it's just like, well, Tim Burns got. Did he specifically say to him like, I want, I like that rhythm, I want that kind of tempo and beat to it? And then Prince, rather than just go, oh, fine, have Baby I'm a Star, he was still like, no, I'm not gonna <laughs> give you it. I'll write you all another song, which is crazy. Like, why not just give him a song? <laughs> I think Baby I'm a Star had been used so iconically in Purple Rain oh. that I don't think Prince wanted it, like, being taken away from that 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 film, you know, because it's the final song in Purple Rain. It's like the second encore, and it's like the, the final freeze frame of the film is to the climax of Baby I'm a Star. Mm. So I'm guessing in Prince's mind, that's what he'd written that song for, you know, like... That's that, in his mind. That is what Baby I'm a Star is about. It's not about you know the Joker trying to poison people in Gotham. You know, like so obviously he 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 just said no. I mean, if you listen to Kevin Smith's story about him trying to get like a couple of Prince songs, not even like huge Prince songs, just like album tracks to use in JM Silent Bob Strike Back. And the compromise is, you know, mm. they get to use the time, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> like, and and he spent like three days with Prince in Paisley Park filming a documentary for Prince for free, <laughs> and he still didn't get the songs that he wanted. <laughs> he ended up just getting the time, mm. uh, which is a great ending to that film, you know, like so it really works. But you know, even even someone who was like as big a Prince fan as Kevin Smith couldn't get Prince to relent and just go, okay, you can use a couple of these album tracks. Like in this film, instead, mm. it's after like three days of negotiation. So I'm assuming Tim Burton was busy filming and kind of didn't have the time to go back and forth. Yeah, you know the film. I think that scene was essentially you had Baby I'm a Star playing on set, and so Prince had to make something fit that scene already. There was no way to like reshoot that scene yeah, to, to yeah. get the song to fit. So uh, you know, it, it's very odd actually because like I don't think we mentioned at the beginning of this episode, but like the podcast I host is analyzing Tim Burton's Batman minute by minute, like you know, literally going through each scene a minute at a time, and uh, quite oddly enough, like. Um, Due to like the the Christmas break and whatnot, and our schedule been slightly off, and I'm slightly ahead in editing now. So <laughs> this week I've actually been editing the parade scene, like the episodes yeah. we did that, and we've only just like in terms of recording where we're at, you know, and uh, recording the episodes, we've only now just got to like the cathedral. So it's like yeah. this past two weeks for me has been like, man, this scene. Like I have to talk about every aspect <laughs> of this scene so much. <laughs> but um, yeah. It, it, I, I mean, I, I can understand Prince not wanting Baby I'm a Star to be, 
you know, used in a different film because, um, you know, uh, I, as with, you know, the song All Star, which, of course, was iconically used in Mis- Mystery Men yeah, and then ruined by Shrek. Yeah, it's totally yeah, a Shrek you know, song now, yeah. I, I, I don't think Prince had that in mind in his time because, obviously, neither of those films existed. But the idea of, like, a, a song being reused in films and kind of, you know not being specifically for a film. Mm. In the 80s, there was so much specifically for a film, yeah. like songs. What? You know, you have stuff like Against All Odds or you have like, you know, uh, Eye of the Tiger, stuff like that that is like for that film. Mm. And I think Prince kind of had a very keen idea that everything that was in Purple Rain was for Purple Rain. And so if Tim Burton wanted a song, you know, he's got five minutes, he can make him one. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, that's that's what he clearly did with this. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that Prince didn't take much longer than the runtime to make 200 balloons. Mm. But, you know, it's like you say, it's it is a little bit Prince by numbers, but there's kind of uh, there's not really a huge amount to the song. There's like a couple of choruses, um, but there's just a kind of, you know, repeated um, repeated samples of let's do it. Yeah. And, you know, the fly with me 200 balloons Mm. stuff taken from uh, was it? Rave into the joy, fantastic. Yes, which I think was what that that was the temp track for the party man scene as well. Yeah. So I guess it's all it's all this great big <laughs> incestuous thing. This whole the entire production of this soundtrack. Yeah, I, I mean, Rave into the joy, fantastic is an interesting song because Prince had had that around for by the time you get to Batman, like almost a decade, and he kept re-recording mm. it and re-recording it, and it wouldn't be until the year two thousand that he actually used that song. And it's, you know, then there was an album called Raven to the Joy Fantastic, and that's what it was off. And, you know, it's just this weird thing that Prince had this song. And in this song, you hear the sample for Raven to the Joy Fantastic. (laughs) And no one's heard the song Raven to the Joy Fantastic. So you hear this little kind of sample and you're like, what is that from? And it's from an unreleased <laughs> song that Prince has had in the vault for like six or seven years at this point. So it's kind of mm. it's it's kind of interesting that that's how Prince is, you know, building the song is with samples of, you know, unused songs that are in his archive. And, you know, then he throws a kind of a few verses, which I would say actually kind of bear a little bit of a resemblance to the kind of party man stuff. Um, mm. You know, particularly like he has a, he has a line about you know east and west, which obviously makes me think about the you know horns blowing um, lines yeah. from yeah. from Party Man. So, um, but yeah, you know, like, but you have the kind of the weird things of like you know twenty five policemen all in a row can't stop the party people go go go. I mean, like, it's like Prince. What on earth are you talking about? <laughs> I can all oh, no, the, 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 the to the, to me though, this whole song is it's so blatantly. You know, it's very, very apparent that he wrote that for this scene, yeah. for the parade scene. Oh, yeah. Everything about it, like that, you know, although it's it's kind of strange in that, like, a lot of what Prince's lyrics are make more sense than what you see in the film. Because, like, he's saying, like, oh, 25 policemen all in a row can't stop the party people. That's kind of like, yeah, the, the Joker comes in and the, the, no one can do anything to stop him. Yeah. But the thing is, if you watch the film, there's no policeman there. Like, that's one of the things. It's like, where where, where is it? The police don't show up until... Way after the the Batwing has crashed, yeah, and it is. It's like where, where the hell were the police this whole time? That no, <laughs> the Joker told them. He yeah. told everybody, like I'm going to go. I'm going to be in town midnight. I'm going to dump twenty million on you, and the police just didn't show up until the problem was taken care of. And then they kind of went like, oh, yeah, we better go see what happened uh, down there like 20 minutes ago, <laughs> which is crazy. So, like, Prince, is, he's already beaten, like, in terms of realism, at least. Yeah. By 
I, introducing the concept that the police might be there, he's already beaten the film in that regard. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I, I, I think is as well, there are some great kind of, um, you know, kind of princisms in this song. Um, you know, particularly, I mean, particularly when he says, um, uh, blowing down the city colder than ice, if you think you love me, because <laughs> I'm really kind of nice. If you do me once, girl, <laughs> you have to do me twice. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, you know, it's like even in a song. What, what, what does that mean? What does that What does that yeah. mean to you? But <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, even in the song that's essentially about like you know the Joker holding this party, he still finds time to be like, look, if we're going to be having sex, uh, it's it's not going to just going to be the once, you know. So, mm. um, you know, and the whole kind of, um, I mean, I like as well that, that like the kind of the title of the song is is never kind of really sung. It's it's from this sample that Prince has already sang i mean this i mean i'm saying this in a really weird way but he has this sample of that's like that's the and that's actually been heard in bat dance at the very towards Mm. the end of the song bat dance you get the sample who's going to stop 200 balloons nobody just before the just before the laughter kind of kicks in at the very end of that Mm. song and so here you've got the actual kind of sample and then occasionally it'll just go 200 balloons and then yeah, you know, so, yeah. so like he'll just keep cutting it off from the who's going to stop two hundred balloons to just two hundred balloons, and then sometimes mm. it'll just be two hundred, and yeah. so you know obviously Prince has got his Fairlight sampler and he's literally just recording himself saying that and then he just keeps hitting it and just having little kind of snippets played here and there, um, mm. all the way through the song. Um, yeah, you know. To- well, that, that that actually I really like that line though because that again, you know, you'll cover this throughout the entire Batman album. But, you know, the fact that everything was written, all the tracks were written to be from the perspective of, you know, certain characters. And this one's very blatantly written from the Joker's perspective. Yeah. Because it would fit, you know, you'd argue now, I would actually be very interested to see someone to (laughs) re-edit that that scene and put this song in just to see what it would look like. Because it would be a different energy and whatnot, I would imagine. But I, I do like the the fact that you know the, that line keeps recurring, like "Oh, who's gonna stop two hundred balloons? Nobody." Yeah. And then the fact that it ends on that, whereas what literally happens next is Batman shows up, take care of these <laughs> balloons. Although to be fair, like a tip, it, it, you know, if you actually watch the film, like it's two hundred balloons. I'm guessing because it was the bicentennial in Gotham, so it's, yes, he's got a big cake says 200 on it yeah but he's actually only got like four balloons <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah and of course the batwing has already a special set of scissors made that can come out and exactly oh, we, we, i'm sure you get into that we've, we've pondered that what the hell that thing was there for <laughs> yeah and he, in this song as well he also calls back to to party man you know saying uh tell me that you love me and i'll buy you a fancy car i've <laughs> made you a couple of times and so you've made me a star um, so take me for what I'm worth. Love me for what I are. The party man. Yeah. I take you way far. Like, the song becomes then like, oh, it's actually about uh, I R Baboon from the <laughs> I Am Weasel cartoon. Apparently, <laughs> the whole time I thought it was about the Joker. <laughs> yeah, I mean the thing is as well that Prince thing of saying, you know, t- love me for what I are. That is a little bit of a princeism. There are a few songs where he deliberately does this kind of odd phrasing of something where you're like what is he did he just say in it and i think that's kind of quite fun that he does that but also the fact that he mentions you know party man you know like obviously this is written after party man by you know a, a quite a few weeks and so it, it you know it's interesting that you know maybe he knew that party man was going to be definitely in the film you know tim burton had said no to that so with this song mm. he's like well if i can kind of mention the balloons and also call back to party man then that will fit the na- you know what's going on in the film uh, but then yeah. obviously, you know, Tim Burton was like, 
you know, let's not put this in. So, so you know, that wonderful little callback is kind of missed. Also, I'm not sure mm. that we would have got this far into the song in the actual film. I don't think there's enough time for us to get no, to that verse. No. But it might have been, you know, that's the thing. Like, the, most films would be like, oh, we'll just take little bits and bobs and sort of like cut cut that bit out and then slot that into there, and then that'll make to get the lyrics we want across. But Batman is very much like, I don't know if it was a thing the Prince insisted upon, but they don't mess with the song. Like, it's like they might no. wander off halfway through it. You know, you don't get all the party, man. They just stop it. But there's none of this like, well, we'll move that verse there and put this here no, because that no, works better for yeah. the scene. They're like, no, you don't you don't tamper with the man's work in that regard. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of um, little kind of solos as well, almost kind of like sampled solos. You have, you know, some horns in there. I, I mean, at this point, Prince had Candy Dulfer work with him so but i don't think she's on this song but there's a chance that he probably at some point had a recording of her that he sampled uh, but some of the horns in this feel a lot like kind of keyboard horns um you know so i i mean i don't know if they they are real or if they're just keyboard stuff but you know there's a lot of that there's a, a kind of um there's a guitar riff that almost sounds like it's from um not not party man uh but it sounds like it's from something else off the album i can't quite place it um there's like a little kind of guitar riff that plays here and there um which is mostly used with the kind of the do it sample you know it's kind of yeah. a little guitar riff and then the do it um and then we when we get into the kind of the middle i would say middle eight but it kind of goes on for a minute or so uh, where you have the fly with me come on baby fly with me like that kind of that just keeps kind of repeating over and over and you've got the guitar stuff going on and then you have the little kind of bits of horns. Um, and that, you know, just as when you get the first kind of sample of Raven to the Joy Fantastic, um, you know, Prince says, don't stop me now. My life has just begun. Um, yeah. You know, and so, and, and but a lot of that is kind of, there's just the samples of, you know, 200 balloons fly with me kind of mm. repeated over and over again in the middle. Even that lyric though, the, uh, my life has just begun. I think that even ties in, the fact this is like you know the Joker's only a recent thing within the film, so this is his oh, yeah. kind of pronouncement. Like here I am, I've only just begun, and all this kind of thing. I would actually argue that this song, at least lyrically, is way a way better choice than Trust, because tr- Trust to me only accentuates the already confusing thing you know that we go over in the podcast and yeah. that the joker has very publicly been on television going like hey i've poisoned all your products <laughs> <laughs> and then he just shows up just been like hey oh yeah that was he, he tries to blame it on carl grissom somehow but like oh yeah that was true under carl grissom who's been dead for ages yeah and then he's like oh, i'm gonna dump 20 million hey and then it's come out you know he comes out this song tr- you know the trust is kind of like well people are trusting him and it really accentuates, like, why are they trusting him? Why would you go near this guy? You know he's a psycho. You, he, he came up, he was, you've got footage of him saying he's going to kill, you know, people via poison products. Why would you, why would you come up and, uh, like, oh, yeah, better go down to see what he's, oh, that was all a misunderstanding. Yeah. He's clearly going to make it up to us now with this 20 million thing. Because of that, though, like, many good reasons to use trust, and it's a great song. Tie in directly to you know nicholson's you know hubba 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 money 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 who do you trust, trust and all yeah. that kind of stuff I, well i, I think uh, that's because obviously the, prince after this was rejected prince obviously had to write a song that fit the scene so i'm assuming yeah. he saw that kind of the you know who do you trust part and thought well then i'm gonna have to make the song about trust and that kind of fits with yeah. the, you know well, the rest of the song again from those circumstances though it's like it's very apparent to me that yeah trust is a second attempt to write a song about that scene because yeah. it's like 
what else have I got to write about? I've already covered it perfectly <laughs> With in balloons. this one song. Yeah. It's like, what else does it want from me? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm guessing that, you know, if you, ha- if you had to have a third try, it'd be, it would end up being something like someone's throwing money around or, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> you'd just be like, I've run out of things to say about this scene, you know? I've talked about like, the balloons. Uh, I've talked about trust. dancing or something, <laughs> just talking about the Joker and Bob's terrible, terrible, terrible dance moves. Yes, <laughs> yeah. And as we get further into the song, we get this new sample of, um, you know, get your house in order. And then, of course, that is sampled with get your, get your, get your house, get your house in order, get your, like over and over again. Prince has found yeah. a new button that has get your house in order and he just keeps hitting it. And then mixing that with the fly with me and the 200 balloons, you know. And then this is when he says, turn your heads to the east. I'll be coming from the west because there ain't no stopping me, baby, because I'm the best. Which, you know, uh, Prince occasionally likes to just kind of talk about himself in the middle of a song. Um, but but I like it because obviously in in um, you know you had the you know seventeen horns blowing and all that kind of stuff uh, the the kind of the east and the west so like that's been mentioned before so it, kind of bringing it back here is, is you know particularly because um, in Party Man obviously he is you know from the point of view of the Joker this is from the point of view of Joker so it it's kind of fits thematically with what the Joker's already talked about um, earlier in the film. Um, you know, and then of course, <laughs> Prince says, cry, cry, cry. I love it when you moan. This funk will cut you so deep. It's going to touch your soul. <laughs> and then of course he starts saying, my funk is multi-layered. Don't stop me now. <laughs> so it's like, well, you know, I, I mean, I just kind of, I know like, of course, how he finishes saying, I got a warehouse full of protection. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I like sometimes when Prince kind of gets, not, not completely explicit, but just kind of is kind of a little bit coy, but kind of in a weirdly explicit way. So like the fact that he says he's got a warehouse full of protection. Of course, if it's the Joker, maybe he just means he's got a lot of guns. Oh, it could be. Yeah, I've got a lot of guns and goons and a warehouse. Like what? What kind of filthy, <laughs> sick mind have you got? But I mean, and then, of course, like you say, the, you know, the song kind of winds down and, you know, you get the kind of, you get a, a clear sample of Rave into the Joy Fantastic, like the whole, and then Rave, which is in the song Rave into the Joy Fantastic. That's how it always is. It's it's Rave into the Joy Fantastic Rave. There's always like mm. one last Rave. I don't know why. And I'm not even sure why Prince was taken with that phrase. The fact that he used it like as the title of an album and, um, you know, like it's I, it's really weird because it's like the phrase "joy fantastic" appears in a few other Prince songs, so it's kind of odd that somehow it was a, a thing that he came up with. And um, at this particular point, obviously, you know, during the recording of the, of the you know, well, just before the recording of the, Bat- of the Batman album, um, he had a girlfriend who he called Anna Fantastic, um, mm. and she was the original subject of the song "Vicky Waiting." Originally, it was called Anna Waiting. So. I don't know if, like, the Raven to the Joy Fantastic is something that's kind of a reference to Anna. And then we finish with one more Let's Do It sample. And, you know, there's a bit of a Fly With Me sample, a few 200 balloon samples. And then we finish with the full sample of Who's Gonna Stop 200 Balloons? Nobody. And that's the mm. end of the song. And yeah. little little does he know that someone is right around the corner to, uh, <laughs> yeah. to literally stop the balloons. <laughs> you know, on the Hits the B-Sides, you have a number of... I mean, that was the first time I heard this song was when I got the Hits the B-Sides on cassette. And, I mean, all the B-Sides to me, you know, aside from Shockadelica, which I'd actually had on the 7-inch the of um, uh, If I Was Your Girlfriend... Um, I hadn't heard most of the B-sides, so that was like that album was amazing to me because it was like a whole bunch of brand new Prince songs, but they were all kind of like old Prince songs. And <laughs> so hearing this, I was like, well, this is like it, it's such a kind of crazy song. You're like, 
I don't know what is going on in this song. I don't know what's happening. Like, you know, you imagine being like, you know, 15, 16 and hearing this song for the first time in the middle of like a whole bunch of other B-sides from like the 80s. And you're like, what on earth is Prince doing here? Like, it's it's so kind of the, the kind of the method of sampling and stuff is kind of close to bat dance. But obviously there's no samples from the from the film. It's just samples of Prince playing stuff. And, you know, even before when you've got the kind of at the ending, you have like a kind of guitar solo thing that's kind of going on. That's it kind of sampled at one side while they've got the, you know, 200 balloons and and the do it and get your house in order stuff going on the other side. So there's a lot of kind of kind of collage going on. And it's like such a different song. Uh, And then (laughs) in the um, in the liner notes, um, you know, there's a little thing where it says, you know, it's an outtake from Prince's. Uh, you know Batman soundtrack album um, and they're saying you know like it was the prototype to Bat Dance and of course Bat Dance isn't on the hits the B-sides <laughs> so it's funny that there's like this little mention in the liner notes for 200 Balloons of oh yeah this was you know this was the B-side to Bat Dance and they never you know there's no Bat Dance on there so I don't know I always find that quite funny that there's a little reference to Bat Dance and that's the only mm. reference in all the liner notes and those liner notes are really long there's a lot of there's a lot of, I, and the thing is as well when I first got the hits the B-sides you know, there were a few Prince songs on there that I'd never heard. So when I was reading the liner notes, as I listened to those albums, I, I, I mean, I can't say I can quote them, you know, back to front, but I, I know them so well because I've read them so many times listening to the hits, the B-sides. But that always amused me, just getting to the kind of like, you know, oh yeah, Bat Dance. And, and that's literally the only reference on, out of all these liner notes to the entire of the Batman album is just 200 balloons and then Bat Dance and that's it. After Prince's death, you know, Michael Keaton... Um, you know, he was quoted, you know, obviously because of the whole, you know, Batman album thing, you know, the, he was obviously asked for a quote on Prince. And he said, um, you know, I put him up there with Duke Ellington, Stevie Wonder, Miles Davis among the true greats. And he said some musicians had their moments. Uh, he had what seemed like centuries of being great. He was one of the people who you just assume I'm going to be watching Prince, you know, and what he does when he's 80. And it's going to be as good or better or as innovative as it is now. Even if Tim Burton was not a huge fan of having Warner's foist these songs upon him, you know, at least, you know, Michael Keaton was definitely a Prince fan. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. And, so, and so and I think that's the kind of thing is like, uh, you know, obviously there's, you know, the kind of the, the whole stuff to do with the album and, you know, the kind of Prince's involvement with Batman and stuff. It's, it's just one of those things that's, uh, you know, as I said on the tracks on that, it's such a weird thing that happened. And, you know, a lot of the time it was mostly kind of like corporate synergy and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, at least you know that some of the people involved in the film were, you know, just kind of true Prince fans and just, mm. you know, enjoyed the fact that they got to do something and Prince was working with them on it. And it's <laughs> and even if it's kind of tangentially, um, you know, and obviously I, I, I remember, you know, Prince obviously did kind of get to meet the cast at one point and obviously... You know, he got to know one particular cast member a lot better than the others. It's it's kind of sometimes you think to yourself, oh, maybe they, they just kind of were forced to do it. And, you know, they didn't really enjoy it. But, you know, obviously Michael Keaton's quote, it's nice that to know that he was actually, you know, clearly a, a big fan of Prince. Yeah. And e- even even if all the involvement around it was a little bit kind of, you know, kind of odd and, and hazy and mm. people were never quite clear on exactly why anyone was doing anything. You know, as far as uh, as far as like out of five, I would have to say I don't think I can go higher than a four. 
uh, simply mm. because it's such an odd song. I mean, it's it's odd in the same way that Bat Dance is odd, but this doesn't even have any samples from the film. That's the that's yeah. the even weirder <laughs> thing is it's like it's it's structured the same way to Bat Dance with the same kind of collage thing, but there's no samples from the film. So. I guess though, maybe if he was working to thinking, oh, this is going to be in the film. Yeah, he was very strictly like, oh, I can't have any samples in it because then that would be like the film is playing I sounds guess. from itself. Yeah, back I guess to the that scene would. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that would kind of break the fourth wall a little bit, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of weird that it's like based off samples of an unreleased song at the time. And yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, and, and then most of the other parts of it are also samples of stuff that Prince has also recorded. And I think I would, I would go for as well. It's not that it's one of those weird things. And like, I think it's, it's a really good song. I don't hold anything about, you know, it, it's uh it's oddness against it. I'm I, like, I, I would say potentially, at least lyrically, would have been the better song to to put in. Yeah. But I will, uh, only detriments to it really is that uh, I won't hold it against it that it's it's a bit Prince by numbers and it's like well you know it's still good though I can't fault it for that. But it is like so like several of Prince songs it's a bit too long for me it, it just yeah meanders a bit towards the end where you kind of gotten. You've got to a point where it's like he's just going into yeah all these random samples and the songs are still going and there's solos coming in here and there, and it's just a bit like oh you're you're done man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the um, the get your house in order part. I mean I like that part and there's like kind of the the thing where it's someone singing he and it's kind of like a sample that's going on. But by the time you get to that kind of get your house in order stuff, you're like. I feel like this song has kind of already said as much as it possibly can. It's not really adding anything now. <laughs> it's just, it just kind of it kind of devolves into like a jam session, which is, yeah. you know, some, some people really love jam sessions. I hate jam sessions. <laughs> I always, as soon as I see someone coming out to do a jam, I'm like, oh God. So, like, I, I mean, I think what you have to keep in mind is Prince had paid, I don't know, I think it was about $17,000 for a sampler. Um, no. And he's, this, <laughs> this Fairlight CM3, and he'd used it a lot for Sign of the Times and he'd used it a bit for Love Sexy. And so when he was coming up with this song, you can feel like he sampled like 10 or 11 different things. And then he's just kind of playing with the structure of how to use the Fairlight. Uh, but yeah, so and I think the thing is, it would be interesting to see, you know, the trust scene, but with 200 balloons over. I think that'd be like an, yeah, an interesting thing to kind of Because I was looking for like, if there's any interesting covers or anything on online i couldn't find yeah. any it's just literally like, no no one's no one's tried to cover this no which, uh, which i can and, understand because uh, it is just like a there are a couple of verses which i guess you could kind of pare it down to but it is just mm. so many kind of samples of stuff i imagine singing yeah. the words do it and rave to the joy fantastic over and over again would get a little bit boring um, yeah, yeah but I, you know I, as i say many times don't you know don't send me emails but if you do find on you know youtube <laughs> Um, you know, then by all means, princetrackbytrack.gmail.com, let me know and, uh, you know, I'll watch it if it's got 200 balloons over the trust scene because that'd be mm. that'd be interesting to see. So anyway, I feel like we've said about as much as anyone could possibly say about 200 balloons. <laughs> um, so let's go to the plugs. Uh, I know there's definitely something you want to plug. If, you, if you're interested in hearing more from me, you can go over to my podcast, Bat Minute 89, where, as I mentioned before we're analyzing tim burton's 1989 batman one minute at a time like uh movies by a minute format as you've seen with star wars minute and as if and uh things like that actually it may actually be like this week the parade scene might be airing like it's, it's around then it's supposed it's to be coming nice, out so. nice synchronicity for us yeah yeah sheer, sheer coincidence as well but <laughs> and then you know soon we'll be near finished recording that first movie we'll take a little break 
we'll come back and we'll do Batman Returns then in another <laughs> bit. So then I encourage people to, to come on over. And you can get us through, you know, Twitter and, and Facebook and whatnot. Just Batman at 89 for, for everything. Great stuff. You can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or, as I said, you may wish to email us if you find... Uh, someone on YouTube who has put this into the trust scene. Otherwise, I'm not sure why you would email us. Uh, but thanks once more for being my guest here, Niall. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. And otherwise, who's going to stop 200 balloons? Nobody. Nobody.